factors on why we get and don't get jobs that you, you just really can't control. And it, it, it tests your love for, for the game and your profession. And, and honestly, looking back on it, that's the one thing that, that I gained from that was if you get so caught up during a time where you're fired or you're out of a job, don't stop loving what you're doing. Continue to love it. Continue to learn it. Because everything's going to take care of itself. It may not be that day. It may not be two weeks. It may be two years. But you have to keep loving what you're doing. And, but at the time, I'm 20, 25, 26. No, I'm not, you're 20. 25. 25. I, I'm not thinking that. I'm thinking I've got to, I'm going to be married and, five months and I'm trying to find something Income. solid <laughs> yeah and and at the end of the day it's you have to provide and but I, I always tell people if if find something that you love to do and have to work a day now. regardless of what you may start off with your the the external motivations that we have will come to fruition if you if you truly love what you're doing and you know it, it was tough it was a tough two months and I mean he is not somebody that can just sit down in front of a tv with no. a snack and take a break like I'm talking Sunday afternoon naps are like me telling him to go take the dogs on a walk so I can relax because he's in there wanting to do all the things. Yeah. Um, he's not a a person that can just put work away and and you know, and I say that like he doesn't, he spends wonderful time with me. We, mm -hmm. you know, he loves his family. We we definitely have that time, but but he's not someone when he's alone like myself that can just sit back, read a book, watch TV. Like when we're on vacation, he's making an effort, more of an effort to relax and read a book on a boat than he does working. So I remember calling him and he's just sitting there and, and has nothing to, he's like, I'm bored, Nicole, I'm bored. I played this game three times over. I, I'm like, honey, cause you know, <laughs> but anyway, go ahead. So it was tough. You would sit on the couch and. I mean, to, to be blunt, I was, you get lazy. I mean, you, you're trying everything in the world to, to find something and it's, it's just not in God's plan. Honestly, probably, probably a couple, a couple years into it couple years into it two and a half years it's it's a it's it's fast paced it's it's long um you know and it's there there are there are a lot of challenges it's it's very it's a very competitive level to get into but through it all i i started realizing that I loved bas seeing basketball at its purest and at its most elite and how some of the players 
still have imperfections that some college kids or so at the level of high school kids. And it's like, you know, the biggest misconception is, is that oh, these players are perfect. They make it look so easy, but there's things that they struggle with both on the court and off the court and being able to mentor them granted a little bit, a few more distractions such as money and just things like that is it's humbling and being able I, I, I think the biggest thing that Carolina has also helped me with is having that pressure of living the, with those expectations of what pros go through and seeing how pros work. You, you understand, too, that those guys aren't robots. Mm -hmm. They have feelings. They have souls. They have things that are going on mm -hmm. off the court that drain them. Mm -hmm. And being able to help them with that and then also help them grow and be able to zone that out for a couple of hours is, you know, it's how relationships are, are born and, and formed. And I think once I realized that there, you can still have the same, same impact in the NBA that you can in college with guys, I, I started to realize that it, that it can be done. Um, 82 games, it's, it's a long season. And, you know, you start in the 1st of October and then you go until April. And, you know, Nicole can attest to this as well. It, you, you lose track of the days. Oh, you, you lose track <laughs> of the months. And it's like, yeah, it, it's crazy. It, they they all one of my one of my coaches has a saying, they all just clutter, you know, all the years, all the days, all the seasons, you know, they just become one. Especially when you start a new season, you still feel like you were in last season and Gosh. you gotta like readjust your mind because you got new players and yeah. It's it is it is so long. It um is. So our, our last question we mm -hmm. want to ask you, and we ask every guest that comes on here, um, throughout your uh, playing career and so far coaching career, what has been a catch-22 moment for you? Uh, a moment where you had a decision to make and kind of like a like a double-edged sword, if you will, like you really didn't know what decision to make and whether or not the outcome was, was positive or, or bad or really being a catch 22, I guess, a moment that if you could go back, you might, mm -hmm. you know, what, what is, what is something for you that you would say was a catch 22? Oh, boy. Um, there's, I, I guess that this is cliche. I, I, there's, there's so many moments that there's a fork in the road and, you know, one way leads, one way can lead you down one path and the other can take you down a completely different path. And um, honestly, I would, just being very, very transparent. I'd, I'd probably say, probably say last year, uh, COVID year, I, there was a lot of, I had a lot of 
questions that I asked myself professionally. And um, there was a lot of a lot of questions within myself of, you know, do I, what do, what do I do? Um, and I, I had, I had, I had opportunities to, to go, to go elsewhere and coach. And I, I, I just kept having this unclear feeling of this just doesn't, this something just doesn't seem right. And things didn't work out for certain things. And then I ended up getting, uh, ended up getting promoted to head video coordinator. And God's funny. God is funny. And, and to be honest with you guys, I, I still am very thankful for him giving me that because to be to be fair i didn't feel like my attitude warranted warranted and deserved it wow and because we we get caught up in this process of we want we want more but then we don't realize too that by wanting more you have you have to keep your emotions in check. You have to still show and be loving and truthful to what you're doing. You've still got to do the task at hand. Yeah. And, and there, and I, and I've, I've even told this with, with the guys that I lead now. I mean, I, I, Paul, I, I tell them, I'm sorry that I might've portrayed a frustrating image for you guys and in showing you that this is stuff that you were going to have to deal with because I don't want you to think that it's that it's a bad thing. It, it's natural. I want you guys to want more. I want you guys to to one day lead a room or be a player development guy. I want you guys to do that. Mm. But I want you guys to do it knowing that each day you can still build towards that, but do your job and enjoy the people that you're around. That's awesome. And I do. I I feel there's times that I feel like that really you know, that really took a lot of joy and maybe might have given a perception of the wrong way of how I really do, how I feel about this game and the people that I'm around because it's not. I mean, I'm around some of the best basketball minds in the world and some of the best players mm -hmm. in the world. And there's, I mean, there's only one of 30 head video coordinators, just like there's only an X amount of assistant coaches and head co and head coaches. And if there's anything that last year taught me was, and I think that my catch 22 could probably go into this year as well, that my attitude had to change because I got promoted. Mm. And if I still had that same outlook of, all right, you know, well, I want this and that, some point god's gonna he's gonna humble you hard and yeah. he humbled me by giving me what i'd been was a, a second chance to really show the the true person that i am and the love that i have for not only him but also this game and the people that i work with and i would have to say that that would be my catch 22 and i i think that it's a continuous catch 22 
throughout my career because it's not going to be the last time that that happens. Right. Your emotions are always going to be tested and um, goes back to make if you if you love what you do, you don't have to work a day in your life. And I'm learning that each day now is that I really do love what I do. And if you continue to do that, you're going to have the opportunities for growth. That's awesome. <laughs> Man, now, now they'll preach. Say, right? <laughs> now they'll preach. That is awesome. Well, thank you so much no for being on here. And uh, again, I feel like we could have gone on for like yes. another three, four hours. Yes. Uh, but thank you so much no for being on here. No I love you. Oh, I get, the, I, get, I get to kiss the hugs. Wow. Man. Co-host, co-host. Co-host. Uh, <laughs> on here and uh, yeah so yeah. thank Appreciate you thank it. you on this is this is a great i think this is a great thing that that you guys are doing and what flight 22 is doing and it's a i think it's something that that you guys are going to continue to find new ways to continue to grow this platform and um i'm excited to see it grow and thanks for having me a part of this